Hey everybody, my name is Lauren and my family started a farm from scratch. We moved from a subdivision into the country and I'm taking you on our five-year journey where we are now um, to from where we are started. So we are living in Idaho where we have just moved from a subdivision into a 20-acre piece of heaven. It was glorious, surrounded by birds and the water rustling nearby and it was just magic but I didn't know it was possible and I'm still sitting in that mindset of I've never seen anybody do this before people are calling us crazy for picking up and moving asking us questions of why would you do this so that was this is kind of where that story is starting from for today uh, I did not grow up in the country Ben, my husband, did not go, grow up in the country um, in the lifestyle of having animals to take care of every day, um, having like land to spread your wings. Uh, most of my life we spent in California. Now my mom, when she was a kid, she had family members who lived in the country, had a piece of property, and that's actually how we got to Oklahoma here today. But she herself hasn't like lived as an adult on a piece of property so I guess what I'm just getting down to is if you haven't seen anybody do it like in your immediate circle it's kind of hard to believe that it's possible or doable um to kind of live that type of lifestyle and then when it's out of the norm like your normal subdivision people that you're around all the time see you just pick up and move they ask a lot of questions so that's something that was kind of hard to you can't get everybody on board with you so that was one of the things I learned that it's okay to share your dream but then just keep that keep that really sacred for you and your family um on why you're moving there and just keep those dreams to yourself in the sense that don't let anybody else's influence change what your what your hopes and goals are because they might not see the vision in the long run um, but if you do then you just need to make sure to put your head down and keep going towards that because not everybody is going to see that or agree with your choices so that's just something that we've kind of learned and have continued to rock and roll with that type of idea so when it comes to having goals and plans uh, one of the things that was really helpful when we were deciding to make this move is once we finally got onto the piece of property in Idaho we made a plan we walked the whole property Ben and I we discussed what we kind of had this vision for and I get overwhelmed pretty easily so when Ben was like we're gonna do this here and this and this and this and this and I was like whoa <laughs> let's just put up some fencing and then go from there and then we'll see what happens so Ben was pretty good about like he has all these big dreams but then we walk through that process together um like step by step like okay so after the fencing then we can do this because it was like pretty overwhelming to be like and then this is going to be here and then that is going to be over there when you are taking that all in at once it was like oh how are we going to pay for all of that 
when are we gonna have the time to do all of that and then it feels like it has to be done tomorrow when the grand scheme of things is is it doesn't have to be done tomorrow so once I kind of accepted that this is probably going to be a five-year plan a seven-year plan a 10 15 20 year plan then it was a lot easier to like be excited about those goals because when I just felt like oh I have to have this farm up and running tomorrow then that was where it was like overwhelming but um needless to say first thing first is like to make a plan with the person that you're working with um or have like a vision at least a vision in mind of like where do you want to see this go and of course it's you're completely able to just change and ebb and flow with where you're going in the future we definitely made a lot of those changes as we were kind of middle through but kind of the backbone is where you just really need to make sure to start with so kind of talk with the person that you're with so then that way you guys are on the same page of are we running this to be cattle are we running a like goats or is it all going to be hay fields uh that kind of thing those types of questions are a great foundation to start with because fencing fencing is the the key to all things uh so like you would fence your land differently for cattle than you would for a goat versus if you were doing like a hay field so cattle we we ran a uh like an electric fence a hot fence is what they they're called a bob fence bob wire fence and we also had uh, like wood wood planked fence uh, as our perimeter fencing uh that was like one way that you can run that with cattle that's also great for like a hay field as well uh but if you were gonna have like goats or uh sheep we have sheep uh then you definitely do not want those things the sheep just go underneath the bob fence like nobody's business that you wouldn't think they're so poofy you wouldn't think that they could get through places but seriously that marshmallow just sucks in that they could just go underneath the lowest gate possible and they can just shimmy through things so if you are planning of saying my whole goal is to like have a whole bunch of goats and sheep then you're gonna want to have a different type of fencing do you get where I'm coming from so having those backbone when you're first arriving to your property is something that is very important and researching the best type of fencing for you is also something that I would recommend so your perimeter fence is the outside part of your property that goes around your property that is i would say that part is the most important part that you put in first to make sure you have that make sure it is secured before you bring any type of animal onto your property Um, and also just it's great to have that so then that way you can set those boundaries with your neighbors and that way everybody is you know what is yours and they know what theirs is and so sometimes that can be a little bit fishy uh wearing knowing where the boundary lines are and who's responsible for what type of land so that would be i think would be the most time consuming um and making sure that that is nice and uh, tight clean however you're wanting to do it i would probably invest a lot of money that you can into your outside perimeter fencing uh, we started with the bob fence ultimately i would love to have some a beautiful like wood fence or metal fence going up that wasn't where we were first starting with so the bob fence was how we were able to go long distance it still looked beautiful and it had the structure that we needed to keep our section and then our neighbor section 
completely separate. So that's where I would sit with that. I would definitely look into your um, agriculture stores like Tractor Supply, uh, DMB when we were in Idaho that was a, a great one Atwoods is in Oklahoma so you would just go to those tractor supply stores and you can buy bundles of bob fence uh, we ran uh, four to five rungs of bob fence that means like four to five layers of it and then t-post is something that you would need as well and gloves <laughs> it, it's a lot of work to run the the bob fence a lot that I mean that is that is where you will definitely have some tested patients needed for that type of activity. Uh, but maybe you guys will get lucky and you'll approach your property and it will already have your perimeter fencing and then you can get down to the fun stuff. So after that, um, like I said, you probably want to have that vision of what is your big goal and then you can kind of tweak things on the inside of your goal um, as you guys have laid that foundation. So like I said, we knew we wanted to have cattle. We knew that we wanted to have a hay field. And we talked about how is our our land already kind of set up. And ours was a lot of like a rectangle. So we knew we wanted two to four pastures. So then that way our animals could be moved and rotated accordingly to whatever kind of schedule that we needed to set up for these little guys. And... So we knew we mostly wanted to run cattle and we knew we wanted to run hay because we wanted the ability to feed our own animals. So having a portion of the pasture to be a, a really great hay field where maybe we fed our cattle with that hay or we would have leftovers where we could sell it and that would be an income for us. So we made a plan on how to make that work. Water was also an important feature that we needed to discuss was in Idaho, uh, in those like northern type states, they have a lot of irrigation and you might get lucky with having irrigation rights. We were right next to the river, which had an irrigation slough. And that is where it's like a, it's like a thin waterway, similar to like a river, but much smaller. And it flowed through our property or nearby. And you would make a dam and it would push water into your property and that's how you watered your property. Um, so there's that type of uh, irrigation. Then there is also the type that is like a, almost like a sprinkler. And uh, those are for, for really big farms and r ranches that they have like a, it's, I'm gonna call it a sprinkler, but it's an irrigation that sprays over your fields. I'm sure you've seen that before. Uh, so it, definitely having the ability to water your crops if you're wanting to do that. In Oklahoma, we do not have any irrigation. There is ponds that you can pump out of your own pond, but they rely really heavily on the rain that they get. And so that's kind of new. This is our first year in o Oklahoma as this podcast is coming out. So that's something that we have not really experienced in the growing stage of that. So I'm not, <laughs> I don't know exactly how to do all of that kind of thing just yet, but we will definitely learn and we're excited about what that's going to look like and kind of just watch to see how different states grow different crops is pretty fascinating. So like I said, if you are making some plans, always make sure that you are taking a look at your full picture view and then moving forward on that your biggest plans possible and you can always ebb and change whenever you need to 
it would be really exciting to hear about your guys's goals and what kind of animals you would like to have on your farm and why you want to have those types of animals uh so be sure to go ahead and follow us on the social media aspect of things we are on tiktok social medias such as instagram and facebook to find us at simply country ranch and we would love to connect with you that way so we can hear a little bit more about the animals that you already have on your pasture um, share what type of fencing that you guys use and we can definitely connect that way uh, go ahead and take a look at that i so appreciate you guys being here and we continue to come back each week to share some more ideas about farming and starting a ranch from scratch <laughs>